Hey everyone, welcome back to Remembering. Thanks for tuning in. I've tried to submit a couple different episodes on the podcast a couple different times now, and I keep running into some technical audio difficulties, so here we go again. It's a new experience, a new experiment. I've never really done this kind of work before, and... It is, in so many ways, very revealing, very terrifying. I have a lot of insecurity about both my intelligence and being seen and being heard. I have a lot of blockages there, so this podcast is just a lovely little culmination of all the things that make me feel really ultra super vulnerable so the fact that I'm having technical difficulties is really not helping but I'm trying to just recenter ground myself get back to the initial intention the original intention of creating this show It really isn't about me and it's really not about the audience and so I have to just keep reminding myself that whatever I end up creating is what I'm meant to create and I don't need to try to force anything. I know that when I do try to force things, especially from a creative flow space, it really doesn't work well for me. So we're trying again with episode two and... Initially, this episode was going to cover ancestral healing and what it is and why I think it's important, and I may still talk about that, but I think I'm having a lot of difficulty getting that episode out, and I don't know if it's that I'm trying to force something and it's just not meant to be right now, or if there's some stuff that I'm still processing and it's just not the right time, and so I'm having a hard time channeling my thoughts into words in an effective way that I feel like is really grounded. Um, so I'm going to see if maybe I just need to take a step away from that and talk about something totally separate. But first, I just want to invite you to get grounded with me and center yourself before we dive into today's show. So if you're able to, if you're in a safe environment to, just close your eyes, put your feet on the ground, or you're even better, your sit bones on the ground, and just take some deep breaths and collect all the parts of yourself that are floating in all the different directions that they might be running off to whatever distractions might have grabbed your attention today, whatever external circumstances, external, external anything, just, I like to imagine like fish hooks, I like pull pieces of my soul, pull the hooks of them up and out of whatever they're clinging to and draw them back into myself. And so with every breath, we're just 
recentering. Coming right back here. Not trying to run away from this. Just noticing what it feels like to be here in your body right now. When you're ready, just opening your eyes and becoming aware of your surroundings. Yeah, the energy is really intense today. I'm not sure what it is. I know that this weekend we have a huge astrological event taking place on the 4th of July, which is really quite interesting that it's taking place on that day so-called Independence Day of America United States of America we have an eclipse and we have I think like four or five maybe more planets all lining up in that eclipse and it's just that's a lot I mean I don't that's a lot of energy and I tend to be really sensitive I tend to get things I start to download astrological uh, inputs or codes like a week before they they happen, which can be really disorienting for me because I don't know if it's just that I really should be like sharing what I'm feeling and and that's the purpose of that. But I don't start hearing other people's downloads about what's going on and really re- relating to it, and because I'm kind of weirdly ahead in a lot of ways so a lot of time a lot of times when I tune into people's lives and things like that it's they're bringing to light a lot of stuff that I had just gone through maybe a week or two prior so I'm not sure what that's about but that's probably a huge part of my anxiety today I I literally feel like I'm buzzing um so that could be just it But there's also just this huge part of me that's just trying to, like, distract myself and run away from just being present. And if that's something that you've been experiencing a lot, let me know. There's no way to deny that we're in a very intense time. And there's just kind of this constant download of shitstorm happening on the media, like on our timelines or feeds or whatever, maybe even in our personal lives, it's just been this constant, like, one thing after another, and it's very important to be aware and to know what's happening, and it's very important to, like, stay up to date with this revolution, because it's it's happening day by day, it's happening moment 
by moment, like things are, are shifting so radically so fast. But at least for myself being highly sensitive, it is very, very intense for me at times. And I have to really sit down and remind myself to just take breaks. And I mean, there's part of me that feels guilty for taking breaks. You know, there's people out there that don't get breaks from it. So it's really this intense, interesting, energetic that we find ourselves in. And I think on top of the astrological influences and the many intense events happening across the world right now, for me personally, what I'm tuning into, what I'm feeling is that in a lot of ways, in the last month or so, I kind of, well, really starting in the end of April, so from May moving forward, I made like these really huge radical shifts in my life, uh, in my internal landscape. I took on some really intense shadow work in the first half of the year, and that resulted in this kind of reawakening and realignment with my true self and I even like to think of it as sort of like a rebinding with my higher self or wider self I've been doing a lot of practice in my meditation to try to build the bridge between where I'm at here in the physical 3D who I am and that aspect of myself my the whole complete total all encompassing soul version of me trying more and more to integrate those two things so that on my path here on earth I'm living in alignment with this person that I really am, this soul that I really am, this all-encompassing, multifaceted being that I really am, instead of just filling a role that I think I'm supposed to be filling in this one lifetime, uh, defined by my external surroundings. So I think partly because of that and also just the time that we're in, the insanely intense cataclysmic transformative time of 2020 there there was a huge shift for me in realigning with a lot of my true core values and my life's purpose in May and I think that's ultimately what led me to have the ability to start this podcast and I've also been doing some other attempting to start some other projects and today I think what's happening is my ego recognizes that I'm falling like I took the leap last week diving 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 and now my ego is caught up to me and is like oh this is this we're gonna die this is terrifying we can't do this and it's trying to go back but there's no way to go back once you've leapt off the cliff onto the rainbow bridge and taken the step, the first step of the fool's journey. There's no way to go back. You can only go forward. You have to go through every stage of the journey, just like the fool does. And I think in many ways that could be happening on a collective scale. You know, we started to recognize 
the many ways that our society has been lying to us, the ways that it's just not working anymore, the total outright dysfunctionality of it has become so abundantly clear in so many ways. And, you know, we're trying to revolutionize the damn thing and change it and take the actions that need to be taken and maybe a lot of people are experiencing that feeling of falling into the unknown and wanting to go back to comfort and safety and also recognizing that there's really no going back because what you previously associated with comfort and safety was a lie (laughs) and It's so, so true for me, and I think it's very true also for the collective. So here we go. We're just diving in, and we have to embrace the fall, and we have to just let it catch us whenever and however it's going to. We can't resist it. We can't try to get ourselves out of it. We have to just keep moving forward. The first card after the fool is the magician who is the master of the elements and he is the step in the journey where we are gathering our tools understanding what it really takes to begin to set out on the journey because we can't just we can't just leave I mean we can just like the fool does we can't just run in the direction of something and expect it to work if we want to see success and we want to have a positive outcome, we have to prepare ourselves at least a little bit and we have to know what it's going to take. And we're never going to know everything, which is what the high priestess tells us. You have to recognize that it's great to be prepared and it's great to gain as much knowledge as you can before setting out, but you're never going to, you have to be comfortable with knowing that you're not going to know it all. So those are kind of the, that's where I'm definitely feeling I'm at right now between those two, trying to figure out how to follow through with the fall, trying to gather my tools and do whatever I can to execute in the best way possible, gather every, all the information that I need to make a proper choice, make the right decisions, make the right moves, but also know like there's also a certain degree of this that is fate and destiny and I can't control the outcome and I have to just go. I have to just let it happen. However, it's going to happen. I think that that's kind of a big collective moment right now, especially at this tipping point of the year. We're moving into July And we have that massive astrological event on Saturday, the 4th of July. So it's intense times. I'm not, you know, this is barely touching the iceberg of the intensity of of what we're experiencing and what we have experienced. But I'm pretty sure there's more to come. I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. So we really got to brace ourselves take care of ourselves, take care of each other, know that we're fighting the good fight. It's going to take time. It's going to be a long and winding road before we see completion. I think there's 
some hesitation in me because I know, because I know how intense it all is. And so I know that this is it, right? I know that there's no going back. And so this is the path. This is the path that I've chosen. This is the choice that I've made, whether we're talking about the podcast or we're talking about my more of my personal life choices that I'm making or attempting to make now. There's really no going back to what was. This is what I chose and I have to keep moving forward. And because of that, there's so much more. uh, It's so easier to get caught up in the what ifs and the it's not going to work. I'm going to fail. It has to be perfect. It'll never be perfect. All of this back and forth. If anybody else is experiencing similar things, I'd really love to hear from you because not only did I really fall into a deeper sense of uh, clarity around my life purpose and my life's work and just in general what I want my life to look like, like I got a crystal clear, super beautifully painted clear picture in like April and May and it got clearer and clearer throughout May and June and in the last couple of weeks I've been actually taking steps towards moving in the direction of that and for whatever reason it's also just so terrifying to move in that direction it's there's still just a lot of old narratives and karma that's coming up like oh I'm not good enough or oh I'm I'm going to fail or what if I succeed, you know, like there's fear around all the different possibilities and there's also, I have this programming in me that goes, it's not worth it, especially at like the first sign of failure, oh, it's not worth it and just giving up and it's really, really gnawing at me today because I had those technical difficulties And I just got way too in my head and way too perfectionist about the recordings that I was making that, like, it just defeated me today. And it's a shame because it doesn't need to get to that point. Like, I'm really passionate about this project and I have interviews lined up and I have episodes planned and everything is fine. I just, it's really hard coming from a background of having parents that were abusive and hypercritical as well as that was one of my parents and then my other parent was completely neglectful and absent so I was basically bouncing between never enough and if I try it won't be good enough but I have to try because if I don't try I'll get in trouble kind of thing or like I don't know some toying with that a little bit if you have a similar dynamic in your household or growing up I'd love to know what that looked like for you because for me it kind of created this narrative where I'm either like giving something my all until the second I see failure and then I completely give up and just say it's not worth it I've been working through that a lot the last couple of years, especially, but with things like this, with things 
that I really care about and things that I feel like I already have a lot of kind of momentum, emotional momentum around, it's really easy to get tripped up on it. And I'd love to hear from you guys what your techniques are for dealing with that really heavy wounding that comes up around specific things. For me, meditation is is probably the best thing and then next to that is definitely working with plants and just being outside and grounding myself in the dirt and under trees and listening to running water. Those are like really the, the strongest things that kind of bring me back to myself. But I'd love to hear some other things that work for you guys and here are your self-care techniques. It's not something that I'm like an expert on by any means, but it definitely could be something that comes up in the show a lot because when we're talking about self-care and tending the self, it's another way of reverence for source. And oftentimes that is, that very much includes the earth in my experience because we're so connected right to the earth we're so deeply intrinsically connected that a lot of times going back to the earth and nature and our roots helps calm us and center ourselves so i think the last thing that i'm going to talk about today it's kind of perfectly lined up is a particular flower essence that I just made. It's the essence of St. John's Wort and then self-heal. I did this combination together because I noticed that they were growing together in my local forests and the contrast of yellow and purple is also really really beautiful and really common in nature because it, when they are together they help attract bees. I decided to harvest some for an essence and I've been looking for St. John's wort for the last couple weeks knowing that it was going to start popping up soon because it's one of my favorite plants, definitely one of my allies because I've experienced reoccurring depression in my life and the download that I got from from that energy is this really beautiful message of the wound is where the light gets in. I think that's a roomy quote. The way that the essence was speaking to me, the way that the plants were speaking to me about their combined energy and their combined medicine was that as self-heal is kind of this healing from the inside out, um, energy as well as this kind of gentle guidance in the direction of wellness and healing practices. St. John's Word is this really deeply penetrative, penetrating light that really gets into the depths of the darkness in, our, in us. And together, that's this really beautiful combination of reaching those dark places, looking at those really deep wounds and that that uh, 
deep sense of sadness or depression or grief. And then from there, like shedding light and inspiring healing and ins not only aiding in the remedy of that depression itself, but also inspiring us to to look there and look for answers within ourselves, you know, a self-empowered movement towards healing and taking charge of whatever healing needs to take place within us by showing us maybe the practices that we need to incorporate or the people that we need to meet to work with or the plants that we need to meet to work with to address those deeper wounds and traumas. So just a really kind of beautiful aid, especially for those that are dealing with depression that's kind of unwavering or even suppressed trauma because in my experience, those things can be really overwhelming and they can also, it's like a, it's a really ugly self-fulfilling cycle where you are weighed down by this depression and it kind of affects your whole life and you simultaneously don't really have the energy or the vitality or the inspiration to take it upon yourself to figure out how to deal with it how to heal it, look for help, ask for help, these things. And it kind of keeps you stuck there for longer than anybody should ever have to stay in that space. And so it's this really beautiful, nurturing, bright remedy, shedding light on the dark and almost acting as this guidance towards healing, showing you this like lit path through the dark into a healed space. So that's really lovely, and I just made that essence yesterday. I actually am selling a few of those one-ounce bottles of those essences for $9 each. If you're interested, you can just go ahead and message me on Instagram and snag one of those. I'm also going to be starting my Etsy shop up again after years of having it taken down. Um, in the next couple of weeks because I have quite a few herbal products in the works and using Instagram will probably not be as effective anymore so I'm going to get my shop back up and running and so stay tuned for those links and you can find more information about the essence on my main Instagram account so I think that's all that I have today. This is just a short episode to kind of keep the momentum going while I get my interviews and my editing done and get these bigger shows ready. Um, my interviews are hour plus long episodes, so they're taking me a bit of time to edit. I don't have a great editing system yet and I'm not the best at it. So if you guys have recommendations for audio editing, um, programs or applications, I'd love to know what those are and what you use. It's not something that I've ever really had to work on. I'm great at graphic design and visual stuff, but audio editing is really meticulous it's 
it's intense. <laughs> so bear with me while I work through that. Thank you guys for tuning in if you have today. I hope that despite everything that's going on in the world, you're finding a way to ground yourself, connect back with the earth, remember what truly matters, remember who you truly are, and feel nourished and whole and complete. So take care of yourselves, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. Bye.